It's the recording now. Alright, cool. Massive, we're here finally. Jake took us some time. Oh, finally, Brett. <laughs> yeah. oh. Multiple uh, false starts. We started in the dining room, but that was Echo is anything, and now we're in the lounge room now and uh, used a bit of uh, genius IT work. And uh, now we've, uh, we well, we think we've got fairly, <laughs> yeah, fairly right. clear microphones. We think so. Yeah. Because we'll find out, won't we? Yes, yes, we will. But, we might uh, pause it soon and just check. Yeah. Before we get right into it, That's do 25 minutes and then go, this sucks. Absolutely go, oh, this is awful. Alright. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it's 9.30 and I'll tell you what, it feels like you've got to earn your free time now. Um, I've, I've had to walk Henry, my son, around the block <laughs> a few times. Um, he's now asleep um, with mum uh, and yeah, I can... Sneak over to your place, and we can um, have a bit of a first, first crack at this. Well, we say first, but we've had a couple of goes now. We've had a couple of goes now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm the other end. I'm on the. I've got all the free time at the moment still. Um, yeah, we're what three weeks out from having our first. Three so out. yeah, when you messaged me and said, "How does nine sound?" I said, "Anytime sounds great." <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's a uh, work holidays. Carl is uh, off in another room, giving us the free time to do this, which is great. That is lovely. That is uh, lovely of her. So, uh, I suppose we should start this with um, introductions, Bill. You know, um, so we yeah, should, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm I'm Greg. Um, I'm uh, 30. Um, I'm a new dad. Um, my son is Henry. He's 18 months old. So, yeah, I suppose I'm not brand new, but in the scheme of things, um, I'm still new and uh, learning a lot and um, getting yep. things wrong and uh, learning again absolutely but, uh, yeah yep. well yeah I'm uh, I'm Brett I'm Greg's brother I'm 27 um, my fatherhood journey hasn't started yet formally um, we're 35 weeks in and our due date well we're getting induced at 38 so we're three weeks out um, and yeah I guess it's been fun and exciting the pregnancy um, my partner Tal has been excellent um, but yeah, we're right at the point end now where discomfort's setting in and some sleepless nights are creeping into our routine. So uh, getting ourselves ready for a big change. But we're excited. I like how you said it hasn't formally started because really, like, it starts right from the go, doesn't it? Because yep. there is uh, it's just the, um, the, the anticipation and the um, anxiety and the planning and the prepping, yeah. like, it's all yeah it's like it's all you know new skills and new things that you yeah learn right from the start um and yeah it is it's uh, it's exciting and it's scary and yeah i'm very excited for you guys to have yeah your little one and yeah we'll yeah look it feels like we're as, as i said yeah formal start hasn't happened yet but right into it where things have changed and the house has changed and financial spending has changed and yeah everything is changing um but yeah, we're excited and yeah, just said scared and anxious and excited and nervous. Um, I think I've got a very uh, enamoured view of it. I, I'm not overly anxious or nervous. I've got this really, I don't know if it's dangerous, but the way I approach <laughs> um, big life decisions and events such as buying a house, um, a car loan, get it, like trying to have a baby now being three weeks out is very much, I just look at it as people do it every day which 
is true, but that doesn't mean it's easy. So I think I'm in for a big shock. Um, and it's, yeah, there's been parts of the pregnancy that have been a big shock already, and no doubt when the baby arrives, it's going to be even bigger. <laughs> so I think it's uh, yeah, it's going to change a lot. But I'm really excited about it. I think you've got um, very good um, insight there about how um, how much it does change, and yeah, yeah. that's yeah, um, obviously something that we'll probably end up talking quite a lot about is you know yeah um, expectation prior to then what it's it's really like but um yeah you're three weeks out and i remember um when sarah uh my partner was pregnant um and we were three weeks out the the nesting had ended yeah and she was just like get this thing out of me i've had enough she was itchy as she was huge she was over it yeah how's it, how's tars going well it's interesting i was saying the other day to you that it's yesterday morning that was the first time that talia verbally and openly admitted i'm ready for this thing to come out um she's quite enjoyed the pregnancy stage and she's been fantastic but um through a few different health complications um she's been having to inject herself with insulin and various different things to treat various different issues um and that's growing on her now her diet's had to change and she's getting over that i think she just wants a glass of wine as well so <laughs> and, um, and she deserves a glass of wine yeah absolutely she's, so she's done it tough yeah she's ready for it out as well the nesting stage has ended um yeah and i don't think her coming on on to maternity leave is going to help because she'll be stuck at home doing nothing and being uncomfortable and bored so that'll be a bit of a, a shock next week yeah she's doing great um and yeah, we're we're close now. Yeah. We can feel it. Yeah, absolutely. We can really yeah. feel it. Personally, being three weeks out, um, how are you feeling in terms of um, anticipation and um, you know um, how it's going to affect your job? I suppose because oh, look, interestingly, early, early enough or early in the pregnancy, that was, and I feel really selfish. I mean, this and Tyler and I've had a few conversations that that was a real concern of mine was how I'd navigate my job. Um, but I've kind of had to shift that and, and you know work within myself to make that not a problem at all. And now I'm really excited. Work's been great. My boss has been fantastic and given me time off and patience and everyone's excited. Uh, and now... What is your I'm job, too, Bill? Oh, so, uh, so I'm a teacher. I'm a high school teacher. Um, it's a, I'm in a pretty demanding position there. Um, and, yeah, so I've got a lot on my plate this year. Probably, in hindsight, shouldn't have taken on so much this year, but... The job's, the, yeah, the job's great. The people at work have been great. My leadership um, have been fantastic. So in terms of navigating that, that was a, an anxiety of mine, but I'm over that now. I know I've got a couple of weeks to prepare for that, and now I'm just excited. Like I've No doubt there'll be parts of it when it comes, I'll be like, gee, I wish I was able to just go to work and not have to worry, but I'm really excited now. And for those first three, probably four weeks, I'll get off work. I'm really looking forward to it. And and that includes the sleepless nights and the, you know, not not having showered in three days and then not knowing what to eat and when to eat. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, definitely. We've sort of um, kicked off quite uh yeah we're off to the races well, yes we are yes we are um what we probably haven't explained is what we're really doing here yeah um and you yeah you put it really well the other day yeah um, look so i think what we're trying to develop here is just to start a conversation um for fathers in whatever part of their journey but especially early or coming into their journey um a conversation around different things that are had a lot amongst mothers in in the context of motherhood but um, we feel that fatherhood 
Um, maybe doesn't get as much attention and deserves it because you know we're all feeling the same things and going through the same experiences and probably want to share that. So whether this is a point of reflection for fathers ahead in their journey that can laugh at what we're doing and you know um, get stuck into us about that, or it's uh, those who want to I guess gain some affirmation about what they're doing and um, use some of our experience and our conversations to fulfill themselves um but i guess it's just open up a dialogue and there'll be various things we want to talk about and address and um bring to the forefront of different conversations and normalize it so i think that's what we're trying to achieve here and absolutely yeah yeah, yeah that's it it's uh it's beautifully put yeah and um i think like even if the only people that ever hear this is us and you know three friends like i think this would be a wonderful thing for us to be able to reflect on as well and you know go man like yeah you know absolutely remember when we tried to run a podcast show and it flopped yeah but even like i think let's say we do four episodes you know we listen to the second one where we laugh about how um naive i was or something like that i think that'll be an interesting point of reference down the track even if as we said no one listens to this yeah. um it'll be a good good reflection point for us anyway wonderful for yeah. us to have as family ourselves yeah, yeah. We started well. Yeah, I think we have too. Yeah, we started <laughs> well. I've <laughs> gone okay. Yeah, I reckon. I haven't lost my nerve yet. No, so. Yeah, so I suppose um, if we take it right back um, to the very beginning uh, and our conception, I suppose, phase um, was uh, Henry was a surprise. Yeah. Um, we were being deliberately risky, um, but I suppose we weren't, you know, actively trying. Yeah. Um, however, we, yeah. Uh, knew that yeah you know this would be the consequence of um being risky um um yeah not um, such a bad consequence though is it that's exactly (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. wouldn't change a thing now yeah Um, absolutely yeah for for sure but yeah i guess we um ours was i guess more planned not that we kind of were planning to have one this soon so tali's got polycystic ovaries so we kind of knew that prior to 30 or after 30 it would be tough so we kind of had to have one before 30 or have children before 30 and start that process so um we treated the system a little bit we knew going with talia's issues that it takes a while to get into the get the medical support you need they kind of say try for a bit for a bit of a little while six 12 months so we told the obstetrician that we'd been trying for longer than we had so they gave us some drugs and even with those we were told it would take you 12 months so try and you know the cycle and all those different things and the processes that i mentioned know but talia does um and yeah we were trying for essentially a month and then we only actually we only found out we're talking about finding out stories um we had a football b-grade grand final to go and watch and um that was meant to be quite a large day and um it was for me but the night before talia did the whole i better go and check just in case we'd been trying for maybe a week two weeks from here um we just moved into this house um and so she went and checked and came out with this shocked kind of showing me the pregnancy test pardon me um i'm saying i'm I'm pregnant what do we do so we didn't have that kind of traditional excellent um you know romantic sharing of i'm pregnant we're gonna have a baby it was a very much a shock and um it was well i'm pregnant and grand finals tomorrow i'm gonna have to pretend to drink yeah well um interesting when she reflects on that day she mentions that she got into the car with you and you made a comment about have a drink and she yeah. was freaking out for the next week about 
remember yeah. that. Yeah, she yeah. was freaking out. She was like, oh, they, they know already. They know already. Um, absolutely no idea. Yeah, and I absolutely. Mean, I'm, like, I'm... Not very clued in with that, you know, with those sort of things. Anyway. Yeah, no. Uh, but I suppose she wasn't to know that then. And no, yeah. that's right. It doesn't help that she loves the, she loves a drink. So um, <laughs> when she started saying no, we knew that we were going to work it out pretty quickly. Yeah, um, right. So yeah, that was our kind of conception phase and finding out. As I said, we didn't really um, we were we were expecting another probably twelve before we fell pregnant. But yeah, here we are. Very lucky and fortunate with yeah, Talia's positive ovaries and various uh, other health conditions. We're expecting a happy and healthy baby. Yeah, wonderful. And yeah. are you guys finding out what you're having, or have you no. left it a surprise? No, we've left it a surprise, um, which apparently doesn't happen often anymore. No, yeah. Look, I um, I always remember Mum saying like, keep it a surprise because you don't get many in life. Um, yeah. And we did, and yeah, yeah. Um, when I saw him born. Um. Yeah. You know. I. Yeah. Just. I. I just cried. Yeah. Um. Hysterically, and yeah, I was like, "It's a boy." It's yeah. A boy, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Um. And that's. It's a very, very cool moment, and I. I wish for everyone to have that. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. it's. Yeah. Look, I don't know about you guys, but we've had no urge. We've yeah. No. We've um since early scans been given the question, "Do you want to?" And had various people and opinions who weighed in, but we've had no urges. We. Um, and not as a matter of we want to keep it a surprise or anything it's just we we don't need to know and yeah I think it's really exciting to find out and um, I don't know about you guys if you guys had any urges at all or look I um, I was pretty strong on the I don't want to know yep. um, and I think there was a phase where Sarah was quite keen to know okay. um, she probably wanted to plan for it a little bit more and yep. have you know the coloured rooms and the toys and whatever else yeah and, I was gonna, um, so we haven't had this conversation because we're both very much don't want to know but what does the change? What would the change be like? What does Sarah want to do in that? Yeah, like so, pink and bl- pink or blue room. Is that really no change? Yeah. Um, it, except maybe you know the feeling of knowledge is power. Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. And you know you you maybe are a little bit more. I don't know. You can feel more vulnerable or anxious about things. Yep. If you know there are certain things out of your control, um, but I think that's the the. The parenting journey is that so much is out of your hands yeah. and you learn and you you know um, adapt and in hindsight yeah like not knowing the sex of your child is the smallest thing yeah look we've had only only the only issue we've had where we thought gee it'd be nice to know and that wasn't an urge to know it's just be nice to we went and did a little bit of a shop last week for just some essential clothing to have in the house when the baby arrives and Gee, there's not much for intergender. We've got white, beige, or green, and very, very small selection. What were you buying? So, um, some kind of just some like long onesies. Yep. Because uh, it's going to be a winter baby, so that's we went to Best and Less and a few other shops looking for general stuff, the Kmart stuff, etc. Um, and if you don't want like plain white or grey, um, got a little bit of beige. It was green, and green's expensive. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we found um, four like. Prem babies, there's a bit of stuff that's usually in intergender. Okay. I'm not sure if that's in, intentional or not, um, but yeah, it's a lot of pink and a lot of blue. There's not a lot in between. Um, right. So yeah, that's the only time we've ever had the feeling of if we knew this would be easier. Still yeah. didn't change us, and at no point did we go wish we should find out. Um, but yeah, that's the only time we've kind of gone. This is where knowing would be beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. I um, you mentioned there long sleeve onesies and that's that's got to be the first tip here is 
get long sleeve onesies with zippers yep. forget buttons buttons are a nightmare you know you can have a squirmy child and yep. buttons are not your friend get zippers zippers are the way to go well I'm actually sure passing on to Talia because I, I, I must might have been you or someone else mentioned yeah zippers get zippers I think I've been pretty hot on it yeah okay out. look zippers 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 um, but we ended up picking up a few button bits and uh, <laughs> there's that I'm sure they'll be gorgeous speaking of uh, uniforms and outfits uh, Tully sprang a conversation with me the other day about which which outfit you're gonna we're gonna bring it home in from the hospital I didn't know that was a thing I didn't know that was a thing yeah, you plan okay. for and think I just what? throw in any onesie it'll do what, yeah, like, take yeah. one of each size in case they're big or small and um, about a ton of bubble wrap like, yep that's <laughs> right yep <laughs> just <laughs> yeah just get it home yep absolutely <laughs> get it home safe that's that was my thing but no you've got to plan for an outfit okay. and you keep it for life after oh. you bring it home from the hospital to home and you keep it for life this is a new concept to me no I, yet I haven't heard about this me either okay um, but naturally Talia picked a uh, a onesie that's button only and then, okay. then a throw of a woolen kind of um, overall type okay. type deal which again is buttons and I just thought if we're bringing this home in this you're dressing it yeah, right taking no, no part yeah. in that um, <laughs> nah. but yeah I, I didn't know that was a thing this what you bring no, it home in is important I thought, anything we'll do I reckon we had um, Henry in a singlet a onesie um, and then just packed him in the seat with blankets yep. on top of the belts um, and slowest drive I've ever done yep um, <laughs> Just like stressful, awful. You oh, just want to get home. Horrible. Uh, but then, yeah. And then never leave the house again. Oh, never. Exactly right. Lock the <laughs> oh, doors right there. Yeah, just, absolutely. It's just basking our own safety. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, the story of how we found out. Yep. Um, so, Sarah was pregnant initially. Uh, the, I think, the first time around, it was early January um, and she planned like this beautiful um, reveal um, she had one of my old Teddy's B um, yep. wrapped up in um, a like a, a baby's outfit that I'd made in Home Ec okay. 15 years ago or whatever <laughs> right um, yeah, brilliant yeah which fit Henry for a little while and that was yeah, heaps cute That's anyway awesome. um, yeah so yeah this you know really nice um reveal and you know um we we're both over the moon and stoked and, absolutely you know, happy tears and whatever else um so that was great um she had a miscarriage at about eight weeks yeah um which we'll sort of chat about again shortly um and then yeah um fell pregnant again fairly quickly after that um and then that reveal um was a are we on a stick and just you know went oh great line. we're pregnant yeah. yeah um so yeah um yeah sort of uh but you know after the first reveal um i think and then you know losing it um it yeah we were much more cautious and much more hesitant and so yeah. i think just the like a really modest you know knowing and then um yeah. letting that anticipation build was yeah good yeah so you're kind of protecting yourselves from that disappointment again I in case I think so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, this isn't really a conversation that you and I have um, had um, before but um, I've been through the miscarriage thing once before when I was working in Woodner and you might have known um, um, but yeah uh, I'd met a um, 
a girl up there um, and I suppose things um, escalated yeah, quickly um, yeah. and yeah um, she fell pregnant probably within a month oh, wow. um, yeah we um, decided to keep it um, she um, was kind of living between Australia and New Zealand so she went back to New Zealand um, had the scans and all cool was there great yeah and then yeah miscarried pretty shortly after that okay um and like i i think i struggled with that for quite a long time um because um i think i um was really quite fond of her um as well um and and i mean really um like i would have um changed that situation um, for a long time right up until I met Sarah um, and now I wouldn't change a thing you yeah. know what I mean yeah yeah, I'll, yeah I'm very very lucky um, but yeah that you know um, I think miscarriage is something that um, particularly you know between the blokes we don't really yeah. talk about it ever yeah, um, I'm, yeah. I've never had a conversation about any, no. with anyone about a miscarriage um, but it is something that happens a lot um, the the statistics are one in four pregnancies will end in miscarriage. Yeah, and they think the actual statistics are probably more uh, sorry are actually higher than that. But often people may miscarriage before they find out they're pregnant. Yeah, um, and maybe just wave it off as as a period or yeah okay um, yeah um, so yeah um, it's it happens a lot. Um, it's okay to to grieve. Yeah, absolutely. For that as well. Um, yeah, um, and I think yeah, that's that's something that is really important. You know, absolutely. To to bring up and you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting hmm. that you mentioned that part. So when we first found out, I said um, we found out quite early in the pregnancy. Um, Tali was very keen to share with everyone very quickly and I, and I was very much the um, the barrier between publicising it because I was saying you meant to wait for 10 weeks you meant to wait for 10 or 12 weeks um, you know we don't want it to we don't want it to share and then lose it and um, yeah. you know because I was like there's a stigma around that we don't do that but Tali was really really good and um, quite progressive in saying that no like, like, let's at least in a circle share that and so we did earlier than we probably than traditionally you would because um, she was saying if we do miscarry that's something that everyone can share and we get we get support and everyone can help her out um, it's a really brave way to look at it yeah which it's, is yeah and I was wonderful. the first to be resistant to that and say no like, yeah. and that was not because I didn't want to, to share that it was more of a that's tradition and that's all I know um, but yeah she was really really great um, with, with opening up that conversation and we, we were lucky enough to not have to go through that but she understood that that's it's a normal thing and it's something that we need to normalise. So um, I was very yeah, um, proud of her and yeah. felt very lucky that she was she had such a positive mindset. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah, that's excellent. And um, yeah, she's a very progressive thinker. Yeah, no, she's she's um, she's <laughs> fantastic and um, she's yeah, very much held my hand through this because she's she does the reading, she does the homework, she knows a lot about it. Um, because she's got positive ovaries and a few other health conditions that impact that, she's very um, educated about all. But also, yeah, she's willing to have that conversation, which is fantastic. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, um, during her pregnancy, was definitely 
the researcher as well. Yeah. Constantly, you know, she loves the mummies groups. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. Charlie's right on that. Lo- <laughs> loves to find a reason to ask any question. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've got a a an antenatal class at a pub soon, do you? No. So was meant to have that one, um, but I caught COVID. Three days before oh, that, so I had to cancel it. Was, is that right for timing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so the Friday I booked it, and I was excited. I messaged John, our friend, and said, let's go together. Um, I was really excited. That was for the Tuesday. Woke up the Saturday morning, did a test before I went to Bunnings, conveniently enough, and came up positive, and I was gutted because um, I didn't feel unwell and couldn't go to this antenatal class. But we do have one, actually, next Saturday morning, so we've got some homework to do. Um, there's a few videos you have to watch and some readings to do before that, and that's a three-hour online one. Okay. They're still not holding them because of covid um, in person so we've got to do it online um, which I mean I'd prefer not to be online I'll certainly engage better if I was in person but <laughs> it's still, still going to be good to know too. three it's, hours is a long yeah, time yeah mm-hmm. so um, yeah that's the way it goes it's, you know important things to do though isn't it absolutely yeah, it oh, and as, as I said Talia's done a lot of the, the research all she's going to do is sit through a three hour seminar and try and learn um, she's done her breastfeeding classes and she's done all the readings and especially um, we've been seeing a very very good um, obstetrician because she's a high risk pregnancy um, she's got heaps of information, heaps of reading, heaps of dietary changes and she's been really really great with that so yeah I think I owe her a three hour seminar <laughs> <laughs> good on you Bill yeah absolutely yep. yeah, wonderful. something that we've spoken about is um um, asking you to to sort of speak about maybe your expectations for that first week at home, yeah, and then after that, you know, um, and then after that first week, we we cut back, we have a listen to this, and you know, sort of compare and see what it's like. Yeah, look, I'd probably be uh, a bit anxious to say this quick because my expectations are. There'll be, yeah, as I said, sleepless nights and a bit hard in this, but we've got Talia's mum coming over from Perth to help us out, which we're very lucky that she's going to be here and she'll stay here um, as long as we want her to. And, you know, if we need a night away, she'll go and find a hotel or something, so, um, which would be great. But so I don't, I don't suspect it's going to be overly um, hard in terms of balancing things. I certainly suspect that sleep will be tough. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about lots of newborn cuddles, um, not having to be anywhere, and being able to nap with baby on my chest. But yeah, otherwise I don't really know what to expect. Looking forward to the, I don't know if it happens in the first week, because I know Talia's got timelines with jabs and sensitive skin and all those things about introducing it to my family like you guys. And um, But yeah, I'm not really sure what to expect. I'm, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've got this kind of, um, and as I said, I'm very naive, but this view of us, you know, putting in the pram and going for a walk on a nice sunny day yeah, and... Yeah. Um, Give me a coffee, so yeah. I'll, I'll report back on, on on how many coffees and walks we have in the first week. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what was your first week like? Now that I've shared my experiences, yeah, look, so no cheating. I I had very um, very romantic views on it as well, and I reckon the first week um, um, I slept out of the bed on the floor. Um, Sarah had had a C section, and so um, she she couldn't even like roll to lift him out of the um the bedside uh, sleeper and so yeah um i was up every hour um minimum um and yeah you know henry and henry out henry and henry out and uh, yeah so yeah they, they were tough 
um, there was a few really nice moments and there will be um, yeah. and yeah um, I'd say that my advice is to yeah just just make those like those really nice moments last as long as you can yeah because it's tough yeah it's mega tough yeah you know? but yeah you guys are beautiful people and yeah we're all gonna make sure that yeah you're well supported and yeah um, yeah I'm really uh, yeah really excited for you well I'm certainly yeah I'm certainly nervous and anxious about it because there'll be certain things that, yeah like that I won't expect or know what to expect or know what to do but we've got a really good support network around us like you guys mum Tali's mum's coming around as I said um, and if, you know a few parents a few young parents that we know so they'll be really valuable resource to draw on and so I think part of my comfort or lack of um, anxiety around it like a little bit but not, not a heap is probably because I know I've got some support networks that I can help and draw on mm. um, but yeah I've got no idea um, yeah we'll, we'll uh, find out check back in on this in a few weeks time and see um, it's a yeah <laughs> yeah that'll be interesting see how that goes yeah Bill for a a new father um, that is say five weeks out right you've been there now um, what would what would a piece of advice be for them um, okay yeah piece of advice would be um, do as much do like you're not, you're not doing enough do as much as you can especially for a with a partner who's that pregnant yeah they're uncomfortable they're short tempered they're tired and um, so yeah, just do more like um, I, I know that I've found myself at times being frustrated that I've the dishes every night I've cooked every night the bins out and we're gonna run errands and every load of washing um, but yeah I think the biggest piece of advice is do more like this is still not enough even if you think you're working hard yeah your partner is very pregnant and yep. in pain and being kicked and pushed all the time <laughs> yeah. and you know yeah probably not sleeping yeah um, absolutely so, yeah. well yeah like you're absolutely right. it, it, it's tiring doing yeah cooking dishes cleaning up all like everything is tiring but it's nowhere near as tiring as what they're yeah. doing do right that'll be mine and once your partner's in bed asleep grab yourself a beer or cup of tea sit down and get your playstation time in yeah because this is like you're coming into your last opportunities to get your regular playstation time yep. in yeah your free time becomes very limited yeah it's yep. very hard to come by look uh i've certainly been cashing in now that i'm on holidays as well from work so um yeah i've been doing that and tally's been great at giving me that time um i mean giving me as her going to bed so she's stoked too um but what about you your piece of advice you're 18 months into your the journey the formal journey yeah, um, well, yeah what's your advice for anyone in that period or one piece of advice that's more niche than the common the common man's advice the absolute most helpful piece of equipment that i had for the first three months of henry's life was a gym ball one of the the blow-up ones yep um that yeah you sit on that your partner probably uses to bounce on a lot yep. because you know um it'll you know hopefully help bring the baby down and help um help bring on um the labor yeah i have bounced on one of those balls with henry for uh, collectively hours and hours and hours yeah um, and it was the most helpful thing that, that i had uh to get him to sleep um throughout the early weeks okay so yep. yeah i would say get one of those okay excellent Brett, so it's probably time for us to, to wrap this up. We haven't talked about what we're going to call this thing. No, yet. <laughs> we 
like we spoke briefly yesterday um, about maybe calling it Dear New Dads. Um, have you got any other? No, look, I any other thoughts? yeah, I had two very brief thoughts in in the moments beforehand of something along you know Father Time or Father Times Two, the play on the two two of us. Um, but Dear New Dads sounds good to me. Yeah. That's I think I think that's a good introduction right. to what we're trying to achieve. Beautiful. I reckon. Beautiful. All right, well, look, let's let's not lock it in yet. All right. But I reckon we're on the right path there. Yeah, I reckon so too. We'll have a bit of a think there. Wonderful. Yeah. All, all right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you've taken something out of this, whether it's a laugh or a, a moment of peace away from the, the craziness that can be fatherhood. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you, and we'll speak to you next time. Look forward to it.